I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Amen. Ooh, that someday he'd be a star. Superstar, but he didn't get far. But he so found out the hard way that dreams don't Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, the beginning of uh, Memorial Day weekend. We want to thank you for uh, making us a part of your holiday weekend. Miss Knight? Oh, yeah. I figure, you know, you enjoy that. Oh, yeah. Are you ready for this? Hey, Eric, play for a reason. Uh, Archer High School. Go ahead. 78 years old today. Happy birthday, Gladys Knight. Absolutely. 78 years old. I believe she knocked it out the park last, was it last year? The, the um, One of the big sporting events, she sang National Anthem. Well, no, I think she it was sang one National here. Anthem here when the Super Bowl yeah. was here. But she sang, it was something last year, too, okay, that she did. I, I don't I, know if it was the I, basketball, but I know all-star she, game. She did it uh, for the Super Bowl here. Anyway, mm-hmm. happy birthday to her. Very much, very um, much. There's somebody else celebrating birthday. Discovered on the Ted Mack Amateur Hour. Wow. Y'all got to look that up. Yep. (laughs) You just got to go. That's when the country found out about her. And and look that up. Anyway, getting into the 8 o'clock hour, we say good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a uh, special good morning to you folks in Brazelton. Is it Brazelton or Brazelton? Brazelton. Brazelton. Yes. I wonder how they feel about not being owned anymore by Kim Basinger. Or is it Basinger? Long as they get still got Chateau Elon and everything out there, I think they I think they're pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, there you go. Happy <laughs> happy, happy holiday weekend. Up the folks up up high up I eighty five. To to you fine folks. Uh coming up, we're gonna talk to Terrell Thomas later on this hour. These Urban Times about the um NBA playoffs. I got a casting call for you. But it's I'm gonna tell you right now, the next couple of weeks, um, just focus on the jobs behind the camera for the most part. Because um, it's just you know holiday weekend. There's not much going on. We got productions that are going to be ramping up. So, as far as specifics for some of these projects, uh, I just I do this every year. Just kind of lay back for a little bit and let you guys know about the jobs or where to find the jobs behind the camera. So that's coming up uh, later on this hour. One other thing I want to mention to you before we get into this, and I can't. I got so many, so many notes here. Oh, Eric. I mentioned earlier in the show, by the way, if you're just joining us, 
Uh, we got a poll question up at at 92.9thegame. What are you doing this weekend that you haven't had a chance to do over the last couple of weeks? We'd love for you to participate in that. Last couple of years, actually. But I also mentioned it's an amateur weekend. You haven't been working with us that long to know that I do this on a regular basis. And it's annoying and I don't care because it's to let people know that you need to be careful out there. There are, there, are, there are eight amateur nights of the year. I came up with this years ago. One of the few things that I feel is worthy of continuing to repeat. And Sam doesn't say anything, so I guess it, wor- it works. Okay. But it's to let you know, and most people know about all of them, that there are people who don't normally drink and drive are drinking and driving. All right? And some of them are just one night. Some of them are just one day. And some of them are entire weekends. Can you name the other seven if you had to think about it for a second? This is Memorial Day weekend. The other seven amateur nights of the year. All right, let's 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 name them. New Year's Eve. Okay, that's one. So you got two now. Okay, Fourth of July. Yes, that's three. Halloween. Wow, that's four. Labor Day. That's five. Christmas Eve. No. 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 Um, Valentine's Day. No. St. Patrick's Day. There you go. That's number six. Um, I got two more to go still, right? Yes. You got me now. Cinco de Mayo. Okay. Yeah. And, I, I was I was amateur that night. And, <laughs> and, and, Ameri- and America's only unofficial holiday, Super Bowl Sunday. Love it. Love it. Okay. Those are the very age. good. Yeah. Okay. So pretty nice those, list. Yeah. Those are the days that people who don't normally drink and drive are drinking and driving. So I say to you. You know, be careful out there. Absolutely. Sam and I and Great you, stuff. we ain't got no time going to hospitals visiting our listeners. We would, but we just ain't got time for it. All right? So having said that, Mr. Crenshaw, let's get back to this and what we're seeing right now from this Braves team and something that we're so happy to see this guy get an RBI last uh, last night during the game. Obviously. Not just an RBI, just anything. Take a listen. That's true. I think he's still efforting it. Number seven. So he's he's still working on that. But to fill you to fill our audience in on who you're talking about. Well, we've been talking about a guy who's from the area who's been on the team, and when he came up with the team, he provided such a spark, and um, both defensively, offensively, brought some speed on the base pass, which I just love. Travis Demerit had been mired in a very bad slump, zero for thirty four. Yeah. I mean, he, he just nothing would happen for him at the plate, and it was to the point where Ryan Snicker was like hesitant to even put him in the lineup or, or play him. Where do I put this guy? And he's just, you know, in such a bad shape at the plate, couldn't do anything. And last night he had a breakthrough. And so it was it was kind of kind of neat to see him all, all, along with the Braves getting a win because, you know, it just gotten shut down by Aaron Nola. That's the thing with this week. Right. I mean, you start out, you lose to Zach Wheeler. You, you have Philadelphia's in town, which is a team that you right there neck and neck with in the division. You got four games with these guys, so it's a chance. You know, sure you want to see if the Mets are going to come back, but also take care of the business that's in front of you. And this week they had the the team that is right there beside them in the division, a chance to put a little space between them. And you know, they were tied when they started the series, and they were tied when they left the series. So that was it. Let's let's take a look and listen to what Mr. Demerit did. Balls, two strikes. Smacked into left field. That is down for a hit. Streaking around and scoring is Contreras. Travis Demerit. Boy, did he need that. Yeah, he did. Yep. He had a big way. Uh, snapping out of a 0 for 34 slump. It was his first hit since May 14th. 
And, uh, you know, it was great to see him get that splashed little smile, drove in a run. And William Contreras is the other story this week. I mean, you just want to find a way to put his bat in the lineup. Right. He's a catcher. He doesn't catch every day. He catches maybe twice a week. But this guy's swinging a hot bat. You're having trouble in left field. You, you need somebody to put in that because so you want to put Ozuna in DH and whatnot. But you know how he's going to be defensively. Right. He's a catcher. But, you know, Brian Snitsker is looking for somebody to shake up this lineup. And Young and productive. energetic. Put him out there. Yep. Let yep. him go. And uh, it, it, it has worked uh, just getting him in the lineup every day in some capacity, either behind the plate, left field, or at DH. And uh, it's been good for the team. So last night was good. The 6-4 win. It was good to see the Braves get that. Tucker Davidson goes today. And I don't know what a lot of people are, if you're listening, where you're at on him. He's had a good outing, struggled in his last outing. Um, you know, so we'll see. He's facing against uh, Alcantara, who's a tough pitcher uh, for, for, the, for the Marlins. And that's in the game that's coming up today with the Braves. So we'll see if they can keep it going. This team still hadn't won three in a row. You know, they managed to win back-to-back. They'll win two in a row, then they'll lose one. Like last weekend against the Marlins, they won the first two games, so it was their first time winning a road series. Then they lost the third game. And so, you know, then they lose the first game against Philly. They win two. Can they put three? Can they take three out of four? No, because Aaron Nola pitches. (laughs) And, you know, they just ran up against two really hot pitchers uh, for for Philadelphia. Um, But they got the Marlins. They win the first game last night, 6-4. Dramatic fashion, one of the reasons – was Ronald Acuna, who did not play. And, you know, right now they're holding him out of the lineup and whatnot. But he comes in and, like I said, stepped into a nearby phone booth. He comes out there. And, <laughs> Pitches and, it for the first time. And, and, well, it was not just the fact that he was brought up there. It was making that decision. And you hear Brian Snooker talk about that. Well, I, I honestly didn't know until right before the game started. I think originally George said because they put him through such an extensive workout that – you know, he was kind of – but then he came and said, look, if, if you want him later in the game, he can play the outfield and he can hit. And and really, I think George was like, you know, it might be good for get him out there for a couple innings. So kind of worked out good. Yeah, it did. I'll say. Yeah, it worked out, worked out nicely. Anyway, they get the win um, yesterday going at it again. It's a weird start today. It's like a 4-10 start. 4-10 for, for the Braves. Is that for national TV maybe? Um, four o'clock, I think that is. Think that doesn't that is. say it doesn't list it here, but it might be. Yeah, it might be tomorrow's one, one um, thirty start, and then Monday, these guys got to travel. And they're, man, they finish up at one o'clock tomorrow or Sunday, and then pew, West Coast. Yeah. Well, not so much the coast, but out to Arizona, and they uh, play Memorial Day evening. Um, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com. We were talking about Travis a minute ago. You were talking about him getting up there and being mired in this long slump. You know what it made me think of? Now, I don't know that this is going to be the case, but being a bit of a historian or being that person who remembers all manner of insignificant information is the famous story involving Willie Mays, which is kind of along those same lines, where he was struggling his first year in 1951. Guy came out of the Navy and... and, um, Alarm service. I want to say in Navy. I could be wrong on that, but it doesn't really matter for purposes of the story. But he's struggling, right? And everything in New York at that year was about that dude playing center field for the Yankees, meaning Mickey Mantle, yeah. right, and what he had been doing. So not that Willie was struggling because of him. He was looking what was going on uh, in the other borough, but he was. And he just didn't know if he was going to be able to stay in the major leagues. 
until Leo DeRocher went up to him and said, listen, I don't care what happens at you at the plate. I know what kind of player you are, and you are my center fielder. Boom. He, yeah. At that point, he became Willie Mays <laughs> or started to become Willie Mays. Right, right, right. But it was that vote of confidence from his manager. Now, I don't know that Travis got that kind of conversation with, with Brian Snitker, but he would be the person who would be doing that. That's a Bobby Cox thing. That's a, as much as I hate to bring him into this conversation, a Tony LaRussa, a Joe Girardi, those guys who have been there for a minute and a half and know that every once in a while you got to pull something that you'd never be able to see using analytics and just know that this old-school approach for this particular player and his demeanor needs this sort of stroking right now. Mm-hmm. And you hope that that's the case. We saw what he did at the plate, got out of a, you know, had a big hit, drove in a run, and yeah, you hope it's the beginning of a turnaround. It ain't going to be Willie Mays, but it always conjures up that story that sometimes the great players had that moment early on where the manager gave them the confidence that you are, you're supposed to be here, you belong here, and you're going to be great at it. And then... Yes, as they say, history. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We're going to switch gears and talk basketball next. Terrell Thomas is going to tell us what the you-know-what is going on with these two teams out east. We got the guy, we got the team out in the west, but every time we think we know what's going to happen between Miami and Boston, it don't. So maybe he'll bring a perspective that we haven't thought of. Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times, he's going to join us next. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It feels good to make shots as a whole, but I don't be too much attention to the crowd. I just want to win. I want to play basketball the right way, and I'll, I'll do whatever my team teammates need me to do. If it's score, if it's pass, if it's guard, whatever it takes to get a dub, that's what I'm trying to do. I just like to be him living down in Miami. Oh yeah, now. being him. That's that. I mean, I can't. Th- who's the, who, he, that's got to be nice. He's 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 the man in Miami, right? As far as athletes. Right now, football player can't be Tua. Terrell, uh, Tariq Hill, no. Yeah, he Baseball, just, he, he just got there. No, so I, I think it's Jimmy. Jimmy rules the roost as far as sports in Miami. Wow. Football, basketball, baseball. I don't know. That's him. I don't know who's on the they don't have team. a hockey. The well, hockey team, does. yeah. Hockey team just made the playoffs. Yeah, but they ain't. It was all Florida. Speaking of which, if you just joined, this is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. We reached out earlier in the show. We reached out last week. We still ain't got a hockey update. Okay. We got nobody who wants to call up and tell us what's going on. Even after a nice back and forth earlier with Sam and I having to do with this being Patrick Waugh's birthday. <laughs> and, and who would you rather have in net for one goal, Patrick Waugh or, or Dominic Hasek? And, or Hasek? Hasek. Hasek. Yeah. 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 You, want, you want an Avalanche fan or you're a Red Wings fan? So I'm who a, would you want? Okay. Are you going an old years ago Blackhawks and you want Tony Esposito? You want Grant Fuhr if you're an old Edmonton's fan with Gretzky? I had the greatest story, I ain't going to tell it now, okay. having to do with Grant Fuhrer and the time I came, I was staying, went to the Bahamas for Christmas, and somebody confused me with a <laughs> player, a, a, ah. drunk, a drunk dude and his wife from Trenton at the bar in the lobby. And, I mean, it couldn't have been a, a more clear Edith and Archie situation. But we don't have time for that. That's not why you called. We got a guest on here, and we're going to talk about that Jimmy Butler and what he's done and what both of these teams have done, which is couldn't be more confusing during these Eastern Conference Finals. Want to welcome on Terrell Thomas from These Urban Times. <sighs> How are you doing? Good morning. How are you enjoying, you and the young family of yours, enjoying what you got planned for this holiday weekend? 
Uh, we well, we certainly enjoyed the playoffs last last night. I, as, as we'll get into in a moment, it was certainly a great game. And uh, this weekend, will just be a weekend of, of hanging and chilling out. The kids got out of school this week. Um, my wife is getting her master's, and she's finishing up some things. I've been doing some things quietly back in school. So we we it, it's been school's been ending for everybody this week. So we're just gonna kick back and chill. Hey, hang on, hang on. There's two things, Sam. We can't let him just gloss over. Did he just say his wife earned a master's degree? You say that? <laughs> Sam doesn't be listening. <laughs> Sam, listening. Listening. <laughs> did you say that? <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh man, congratulations! Man, congratulations! That's awesome, dude. We, I ain't gonna ask you for her first name, but you know what? 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 What field is she a master in? Well, this is, this is actually I, I'm, I'm not gonna brag and boast on her too much. This is her second master's, but she's getting her master's right now. Oh well, oh, man. oh man. hey, we, hey you hey. need to hang up. We will put her on the phone. Yeah, I know that's right. Even if she don't know best, she's smarter than you. <laughs> yeah, we talk. We, we want to talk to smart folks. <laughs> we want, that's right. <laughs> She'll tell us why we're seeing what we're seeing between Boston and, and Miami. You're just gonna gloss over some stuff. Would you tell her? <laughs> would you tell her, speaking for our entire audience and, and you being a part of our show on a regular basis, that we say congratulations to her for her I achievement? I certainly will, and I appreciate that very much. I certainly will. I certainly will. Two-time masters. I know that's right. And and she raising the family, young that's family over there. Hey. The other thing I wanted to ask you is, okay, since you got a master's degree in the house, do you do the grilling during these holiday weekends? Because we were talking about that earlier. Yes, indeed. I was tuned in. I was laughing at that in the back of my head. And one of the things that's good for us is we have some space in our backyard and we have a nice grill set up. So we grill pretty much on a regular. My kids, that's one of the things they'll try to earn. Daddy, can I do my chores? And you get out and grill because they'll get out and <laughs> play catch and stuff like that. So we, we do grill, and this will be a weekend. We'll probably throw some things on the grill Monday as well. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. There we go. There we go, folks. Spending time on this uh, Memorial Day holiday weekend with Terrell Thomas. He is social. And you can find him on Twitter at Eldorado2452, Eldorado2452 on Twitter. All right, what's going on with this Eastern Conference final, man? We thought this thing was going to be over last night in Boston. <laughs> you know, we were all set for this to be done. What is happening? We headed back to Miami for, for Game 7. I think it's one of those classic stories where the white guys just kind of laughed and smiled at us because, as you mentioned, pretty much 99.5% of the basketball world were counting the Miami Heat out. You know, the the, the, the tickets had punched for Warriors and uh, Boston Finals to start next Thursday. Uh, you know, there were rumblings. Can Jimmy Butler lead a team to a championship? And by, you know, 12 o'clock midnight our time, Jimmy Butler had dropped uh, darn near 50 points <laughs> helped this team advance to a game seven. You know, and it, it's one of those things. I think we knew coming in with this being a number one seed and a number two team, uh, number two seed in the East, that these teams are pretty evenly matched. Regardless, if we look at talent, just overall, the teams are pretty evenly matched. Now, the Celtics may have more superstars or scoring power, however you want to look at it. But we've talked throughout this entire playoffs, gentlemen, about a word we've chuckled about in culture, referring to both the Golden State Warriors and the Miami Heat. But it was just funny to me yesterday when the world was counting the, the, the Miami Heat out. I said, you know what, I'm going to just go with the Heat today. It's, it's too many people counting the Heat out for them to just fold and fall and lose in this situation. And <laughs> here we are. You know, Jimmy Butler put on a heck of a show. And it, it, it's been a roller coaster all, all Eastern Conference Finals, but that makes sense for us to end up at a Game 7, which we'll have tomorrow. But despite the amount of, 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 of points he scored, you still had to do something defensively to Boston. And it wasn't all about missed shots. 
Um, yeah, this dude played out of his mind. I was I was trying to think of this earlier. Who has done this with just one superstar and a cast of characters who, in other situations, they step up. But they're not stepping up offensively to help this dude out. He's doing it all. So I was saying, well, you can't go back to when Dwayne Wade played there because he had Shaq. And that's how they got it done. I, I was trying to think of one a, a team with one guy. How long does that shelf life last where somebody is going to you know, realize that if we just knock the you-know-what out of this guy, uh, that – the rest of these guys can't beat us, but that hasn't seemed to be the case. So, really, what we're talking about is the situation that Eric Spolstra has put the remaining players in to give them at least some semblance of of success. This was this uh, really reminds me. It's great that you say that when you talk about the one superstar. This team, in a lot of ways, honestly reminds me of when Allen Iverson led the Sixers to the finals against the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. When you had a coach such as Larry Brown, a dominant, you know, basketball mind, such a high IQ, just one superstar, as you mentioned, one superstar in Allen Iverson. Yes, Matumbo was on that team, but he was kind of, you know, in, in, right. towards yeah, the end of, yeah. of his career. Um, so I wouldn't really throw him out as a superstar right there. But one superstar with a bunch of role players, Eric Stowe, Aaron McKee, and just a grit. And we saw that once they got to the finals, that's what the Lakers were able to do, you know, just gang up on that one star. Boston tried that last night, as we saw, uh, but <laughs> the, the the supporting cast finally did step up. We saw Kyle Lowry hobbling around, but he was able to put up double digits before filing out. Matt Schrett, who, who has, you know, been pretty much, you know, with no disrespect to him, horrible shooting-wise in the last two games. He had a big night last night, especially a big third quarter, which helped the Heat, you know, keep a 13-point lead at one point. So it was, although just that one superstar, and Boston tried that to, to beat Jimmy up. Jimmy was hobbled. We saw his knee. We saw his ankle. But just that heart of a champion sometimes would be just enough to get you over the top. And last night, at least, in game six, it was for the Heat and Jimmy Butler. Yes, yeah, spending time on the WaitForIt.com hotline with Terrell Thomas talking NBA basketball. He keeps an eye on all of it these urban times. That being said, what are you looking for in a seventh game between these teams? One thing that was missing for Boston last night was Al Horford. Only three points. Al Horford has been big for Boston in this series. And he, and he, you know, it was like a game, but I won't say he was a non-factor. He played 19 minutes and he picked up four fouls. So he was in foul trouble, couldn't do a, do a whole lot. You know, what about the guys in that position? And Bam Adebayo, he had that one game. Is that all he's going to give Miami, that one big game when he showed up? These two guys could be the pivotal people in making a difference in who, who wins this game tomorrow. Yes, and, and, and I'll say tomorrow I, I, I will. Now, I'm not going to go out and give out any guarantees like we've seen a lot of our, you know, contemporaries do out here. But I do I do believe that the Heat will get it done tomorrow. And, and I say that all because of experience. You still have Jimmy Butler and you have Kyle Lowry. One thing I haven't heard mentioned too much, uh, I'm not, and I'll just throw this caveat out there, I don't give much to the bubble and the bubble championship. Like I think the bubble was definitely a, a different era for that year. But the Miami Heat have made an NBA Finals in the last three, four years. And that team was led by Jimmy Butler. Now, granted, they weren't able to get it done. But that's something I'm not hearing, you know, discussed a lot when we talk about Jimmy Butler. Can he lead a team? He has that experience. Kyle Lowry has that experience as well when you think about him winning the championship with the Toronto Raptors. No disrespect to Al Horford. We've seen him here in a Hawks jersey for a long time. But just that clutch, that game, that seventh, that game seven, that championship experience, he doesn't have it. So I, I you know, I great player, but I don't have the most confidence in him in the game seven. And the young talent in the Boston Celtics with uh, with uh, JT and, and Jason Tatum, 
and Jalen Brown, phenomenal scorers, but we saw Jalen Brown, you know, kind of crab up in, in the clutch in the final two minutes yesterday and missed two pivotal, you know, free throws. So with Boston going on the road, I do wonder, although they have great coaching and a great tradition, the experience lacks on that roster. And Miami does fortunately have that in two of their key players in Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler. So I, I, I think if it gets, if it boils down to it, I don't, you know, of course it's up and down. We don't know which role players will step up, but I would assume that Miami's role players will step up back at home. And I expect a big game from the two superstars in Boston and even uh, maybe, maybe with the hobble with Marcus Smart. But outside of that, I think it's going to be kind of shaky, and I do think uh, the Miami Heat will get it done tomorrow. Hey, listen, Terrell, this ain't got nothing to do with you, but I'm talking to Sam and Eric right now. Y'all better watch what you say about Al Horford. Okay? He he gave a little <laughs> critique here but y'all, because I talked to Rick Caffey this week, and he heard what y'all said a couple weeks ago when we were talking about Al Horford, and you brought up his wife. All right? Yeah, 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 you did, Eric. You brought up you, – and then I had to, like, straighten you oh, out on Rick Caffey's oh, wife. <laughs> yeah, the, our, 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 our boss here who, who reminds me – and it doesn't look so much like him, but he reminds me of Al Horford. And we got into this back and forth, and our our, our brand new shiny producer didn't want to have a comment. His first comment wasn't on Al Horford. You seen his wife? You 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 seen his wife? <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, but I, you know, I seen Rick Caffey's wife. Anyway, he enjoyed that. He had, he had a little little laugh about it, but he's listening now. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm saying is that's all I'm saying. Mr. Caffey's listening to what y'all saying. Hey, um, <laughs> that was for for them too. Before we get you out of here, I would have said easily when these playoffs are done, as we head into the finals, despite you know your team making it or not making it, whatever, the story is going to be the two people who stepped out of the, the top tier and went into the penthouse, becoming superstars. And that was going to be Luka and Jason Tatum. And I believe that was going to be the top NBA story, along with whoever won. But I got to believe right now, regardless of whether they win tomorrow night or, or Monday night or not, Jimmy Butler is going to be the conversation that comes out of these playoffs. Unless something extraordinary happens moving forward. What he has done and how he's carried this team, is that fair to say? Yes, I think that's fair to say, and I, I appreciate and respect you saying that. If we want to pay homage to players and get them their respect, if we look at this final, uh, the playoffs excuse me, as a whole, Jimmy Butler has been the most dominant player in the Eastern Conference throughout this entire, you know, uh, this, this entire format so far. So I would definitely say that. And to me, it, it definitely, it, it was funny. In my mind yesterday, I, I, I just saw, I said, oh, Jimmy Butler wants to get that first Larry Bird Eastern Conference uh, finals trophy. That's what he's eyeing. I was laughing. Maybe it would be funny to see a Celtic win. It, That's you know, what I'm Celtic saying. Taking it from a Celtic. It, it, that, that, yeah, that would have been, been something. But no, Jimmy Butler's coming for that trophy. Jimmy Butler's coming for that trophy. That man's just different. He's just different, and, you know, uh, I think he just added a, a, another phenomenal piece to his, his story throughout this entire playoff. So, yes, I do think regardless of what happens tomorrow night, although I do think the Heat will advance, the story of the Eastern Conference has to be Jimmy Butler and just his phenomenal performance in which he, he, he's put on how he's dragged his team, as you mentioned, as being a one-man superstar and getting into a Game 7 in the Eastern Conference Finals at home. What more can you want? What more can you want as an NBA superstar, as an NBA player? What more can you want than to live for this moment? So hats off to that gentleman, well, regardless I, of what happens from here on out. I I will say this too. We you know, we share a birthday. Me and Jimmy Butler. Oh so, really? yeah. Uh, oh, that's, yeah. that's that's why y'all both had that heart of a champion. Yeah, we got okay. that heart of a champion. I know he spent some time in Chicago, <laughs> went to Marquette, you know, up there in Wisconsin. So, you know, 
something about us September babies. Anyway, that's all I got. Okay. I'm, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> hey, listen, you enjoy the time with your your family over this holiday weekend. We might have to be checking back in with you uh, once the finals hit. But as always, Terrell, we want to thank you and enjoy the rest of your day, man. Oh, thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on this weekend. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. Hopefully we do speak on Monday and find out who, who will be in the finals uh, this upcoming Thursday. We'll see what's what. There you go. That is Terrell Thomas. Thanks, Terrell. Joining us. Take <clears throat> Sam and Greg, I had some little – I'm telling you, we got gremlins all over the place around here. These urban times. Uh, as we move into the uh, 9 o'clock hour, we're going to talk some NFL. Got some Falcon stuff going on. And Joe Patrick is going to get a set for Atlanta United, Columbus, and talk some Braves. That is all coming up. But up next, we'll let you know about where some money is flying through the air with a casting call, and we're going to talk movies in a minute and do a little pay respect to Ray Liotta. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with us on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. On this 28th day of May, you are hearing, oh man, this, this, this sound, this music just gives me goosebumps. Just like how you feel about Indiana Jones, I'm that way about James Bond. Anyway, this would have been Ian Fleming's birthday. That's the reason he's playing it. Okay. Would have been Ian Fleming's birthday. Went down to his place, won, won a contest, and went down to his, uh, well, what was his home then. It's been built up into this massive resort. But yeah, went down there years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Orca, o- Orca Besa, Jamaica. Flying to Montego Bay, and then you got to go along the coast for a while there. But yeah, it was it was kind of cool. It's a nice story. Don't have time to get nice into place. it. Nice place. Yeah, it, well, then it was just a house. It was a ranch style house, and they had three people, three couples. You, they had two cabins on the grounds where you had a king size bed and bathroom and all that, but everybody had access to the house. And it was used, the house was used, I believe, in Dr. No a little bit. And and the cove carved into his little private area down there was um, used in some of the other movies. But, yeah. But now it's this big resort. But the Ian family estate, Ian, yeah, Ian Fleming's estate owned it for the longest time. And they did these promotions. And when they would let a James Bond movie come out, they'd do a nationwide or worldwide promotion and have people come to his house. I'd much rather have gone now. Yeah. <laughs> the way it was then. Um, but, yeah, it was just, you know, it was kind of a cool thing. So I'm, I'm just was happy to be there. Cool. Um, it's his birthday today. Okay. A lot of folks think that this was the greatest athlete in American history. Celebrating a birthday today, Jim Thorpe. Jim Thorpe. You think so? Um, I think it's the same play in person, but everything that I've yeah. read about him, he's just a phenomenal athlete that could play any anything. I find and it be hard. The best at anything. I find it hard to believe that there would be people who would be a greater athlete, overall athlete, than Jackie Robinson or Bo Jackson. I never saw Jackie. I seen Bo. Yeah. And Bo was. I haven't seen anything since, and that includes LeBron. Given the number of sports he played and the way he played them, right? You know, it's just 
And, of course, what you heard about Jackie Robinson and Leonard and, you know, baseball wasn't his best sport and so on. You know, the list goes on. So, anyway. Four-letter four man at UCLA. Yeah. Four letters. Um, 62 years today. 62 years old today. Kurt Gibson. Wow. 62. Happy birthday to him. And Jerry West, his birthday today, the logo. Okay. But <laughs> this is for you, T-Bone Walker. Ooh. That's for you and me. Man. Yeah. All right, all right. up in here. Gladys Knight, I mentioned that earlier, Ian Fleming. Uh, Wendy Williams from the Plasmatics. I know you're a big punk fan. And finally, for those of you who don't know but are Falcons fans, we're going to talk some NFL, top of the hour. And, and, And I would imagine most people know this story, but if you don't, celebrating birthday number 59 today, Eugene Robinson. Whoa. So, again... Does that give reason for the people who don't know when I mentioned his name, reason to go Google his name and see why I'm saying it? Don't you think that's fair? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should go do that. And, 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 and Eugene Robinson and the Falcons' first Super Bowl appearance. And we'll leave it at that. Yep. That's all, <laughs> that's all you need to know. Yeah, that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Um, listen, you guys go to our website, 929thegame.com slash casting call. You're going to see a list of job opportunities that – for the most part, maybe playing out, but let me just tell you what's going to happen. We have a fresh one tomorrow. That's usually how I do it, and I talk to the casting directors. But where we are right now on the calendar is one of those lulls um, in the industry year, if you will. A lot of productions are ramping down. And they did, they've done this traditionally because they know how hot it gets in Georgia and folks that come from California and New York and wherever else to make a, make a production here. But right now... I'm I'm talking to casting directors who were talking about, you know, they're taking next week off and this is what's going on. I'm going to get ready in two weeks or so to have these particular needs. So I just kind of shut the specific in front of the camera jobs down for a little bit. May have one or two. There's some ongoing needs with some productions. But for the most part, I want you guys to just focus on halfway down the breakdown. You'll see where it says film and industry information. And I start off with walking you through where those of you who are looking for job opportunities behind the camera can find them. You are a carpenter. You are a hairdresser. You are a makeup artist. You are um, a driver. You're a cook. Whatever it might be, because they got every pretty much job, any job you can think of, electrician, on a film crew. And those jobs are regularly being open. People are making decisions now about staying in the industry. Protocols are in place that they got a problem with. I've been talking about this for years. Let's be real. And so if you are vaccinated and maybe don't like where you're working at or think there's an opportunity somewhere else, because you can't do this part-time. This is at least a 13, 14-hour day. But, man, you get paid. You get paid a <laughs> lot of money. Yeah. But, anyway, you want to look and find out where those opportunities are starting at Georgia.org. I walk you through them. You want to get into the voice? So, listen, shout out to my girl Sarah over at Curry Honda. Okay. She, when I was over there yesterday, Sarah is one of the people along with the guy who runs the service department who's got the greatest name um, for NASCAR. And I'll just say his first name is Junior. I won't throw his last <laughs> name out Oh, it's Junior. His name is Junior. And it, it, he's great. And Sarah, his, uh, you know, who works with him, but she wants to get into voiceover work. Okay. And was asking me about it. And she goes, I heard you talk about this, that you can do this, you know, forever and wherever you live. I said, yeah, as long as you got your voice, mm-hmm. you can do it here in Georgia. If you move to Seattle, you can do it there. You can go to if you go to Tokyo. You can do yeah. it there. Um, so anyway, we got to talking about the equipment she needs. 
she thought it would be a lot more expensive. No. Like everything else today, while it may be a little bit more expensive than you think, especially if you started doing this years ago, but like Home Depot, they make repairs around the house so I'm an idiot-proof. I was talking about what I just did <laughs> with, the, with Tracy's garage door. And, I, you know, that's the roadie in me. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the, yeah. the, 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 the coil, the spring, if you will, that lifts up your garage on one of her sides popped. And so I was trying to get the lawnmower out, and the garage door wouldn't go up. I saw it hanging, and I went up, looked at it for about five minutes, what was needed to bring this out, rearranged some things, and, and I did it without having to use any duct tape. Which roadies, you know, <laughs> roadies have a, like a sidearm, like a cowboy. Right. right. You got duct tape right there on your side. But I just went up with a screwdriver and I spread out the coils and then I flipped it over this thing. It took a minute to get it over there, but I hooked it back up. Now I'm living on borrowed time because that's not the way it's supposed to go, but yep. it's working now. So I got to go get me a big coil on the way home um, and, and replace this thing. But those of you who have those kinds of skills that you think, Hey, a movie crew does this. They would need, you know, like I said, carpenters, people who build things. Um, so, again, that information is there. Voiceover, where to get the certificate for the Georgia Department of Labor. Also have the list of the casting directors. So if you want to see who's starting to have specific needs for their various projects, um, it's you, all can, there. you can see it there. Yeah. It's all there. I wanted to tell you about a woman, um, and those of you can go, and you can look at it real quick. If you go to AJC.com. And you go, you know, you give you the menu there at the top three lines. You click on that and you scroll down to Georgia Film and Entertainment. Um, and let me know when you get there. Actually, I'm going to do it here as I'm talking. Well, I went there the other day because there's just different people who I work with in the industry that um, have some things that are posted from time to time. And so I want to see if or, or just get any kind of update on, you know, there's a couple places I check to see if there's been any movement within the industry. So again, you get on AJC, you click on the, the menu thing, you scroll down to where it says uh, things to do um, on the left-hand side, and you click on Georgia Entertainment Scene, and there's usually four pictures there of their latest stories. And one has an, a beautiful Asian woman there. Do you see that? Regina Ting Chen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, she is one of the co-workers, and what with me and another woman named Mallory who was in Spider-Man who got cut out. Okay. <laughs> but really? she is in Stranger Things. Right. But she's not a regular on the show. This is the strangest thing how this happened. But congratulations to Regina, uh, again, an up-and-coming actress who's who, like me, just sort of dips her toe in and out of the industry. She does some other things. Okay. But it was because one of the actors from Stranger Things went on The Tonight Show and they were talking about this upcoming season, which is supposed to be the last season. And of all scenes they could have used, they used one with her in it. And she was highlighted on The Tonight Show. And she didn't even know about it. Really? I had no idea. Oh, and we were talking about another project. Right. And I said, listen, before, I was going to call you about this, but then you're on the – and she goes, what are you talking about? And I says, you're on the – and when I called and we talked, she was the first one. So when you got on the front page – on like Monday or Tuesday of this week, right. her picture was there. And anyway, I just wanted to highlight her because, again, she's, she's in a number of projects. Stranger Things are coming up. Casting Taylor made Dust Stranger Things. And, and I know that um, Heather wants to thank everybody who was a part of that show because, like I said, this is the final season of that show. 
Yeah, and when it comes to kids, they grow up. You know, it's like high school shows. Yeah. You can't do them forever. So, anyway, I just want to give Regina a shout out there because she was she was cut out like me. <laughs> and Mallory, <laughs> Mallory Hoff, we were all cut out, and this blonde woman showed up in Spider-Man who wasn't even there the day we did our really? did the scene. She was stuck in at some point later on. Just ticks you off. How'd they do that? Because it's the mo- it's the magic of movies. Speaking of movies, when you go, will you promise me by next week you will have watched Goodfellas? That's Come on, right. man. We'll, Come, we'll see. It's an all time great. I know, man. It is an all. When I mentioned this yesterday, when I was in here with Andy Bunker, I mentioned this, I was like, Yeah, I, ain't, I don't we, appreciate we, you we, cheating we, on me. And we all brought we all brought brought you up. We all talked about you. Said, man, you got trouble with Greg with that one. <laughs> You don't, <laughs> you don't know this, but Eric, I want to bring you on. You know what I'm talking about. And, and the, one of the reasons, and this is a little thing, like you and I have talked about movies and I have brought up things that you now look at when you watch the movies because of just my connection with them. Like I, you're looking at the height of people now because I told you that's one of the things that I do when I audition. You give your name and your height. And you wonder, well, no, not, nothing else. Because nope. most of Hollywood is short. No, it's got nothing to do with that. Well, no, they, they want to know your height because whoever you're in the scene with, they want to make sure that there is a you, you relative closeness to the other person. Okay. You know, you don't want Shaq and you don't want, you know. Cat Williams. He talks about that all the well, time. I was, <laughs> I, was, I was going to say more like Danny DeVito. Okay. But that was They're the, about the that, same size. That was the, uniqueness, <laughs> that was the uniqueness of twins with Danny DeVito and Schwarzenegger, yeah. right? You want to give your height because look at most scenes when you see two people. For the most part – they're the same height, yeah. whether it's man or woman or not. Okay, so just that's something that you notice now. Well, one of the things that you do in scenes is you're told by the director, okay, we want you to have this sort of emotion, we want you to have this sort of approach because this is a one shot. We're not going to cut and then rearrange the cameras. We're going to do this all in one shot. What is considered the greatest one shot in movie history? is from Goodfellas, and that is the scene. And, Sam, this doesn't ruin the movie for you, but I want you to look for this. It's when um, Ray Liotta, Henry Hill, takes his new girlfriend to the Copacabana. Okay. Oh. And they leave the car outside, cross the street into what is supposed to be the Copacabana, and that's the way, you know, Family members got to the Copacabana and their table back in the day. They didn't come through the front door. Right. They came right. through the back door and then through the kitchen and all that. But that's how he enters. And he goes from his car into the, into the club, through the kitchen, out a door that takes him to where the Mater D is. And then somebody shows up with a table and walks with Ray Liotta and Lorraine Bracco and the Mater D. To the area, they put the table down. Somebody comes with chairs. They sit down, and and Jerry, what's his name, uh, the famous Italian singer, uh, Jer, Jer, no, Jer, Jerry Vale, okay, is singing and waves but to him. That continue, yes, and the, oh yeah, gives away. Hey, my, my man's here, right? He waves, <laughs> and then you know, uh, 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 Tony Bompincero brings up, waves him over a drink because the guy brings over some champagne. Hey, that's from uh, Mario Spompanato over there, right? <laughs> and he, a drink appears, but it's that shot that happens from the time he leaves the car. That's cool on its own, 
But think about the rehearsal for that with all the – those of you who've seen this movie, think back to that scene and all the extras that had to work in concert to have this happen, from the kitchen workers to everybody. I, I was about to say, for someone who's been in a busy kitchen. And, and think about this. There's a, as that scene happens, and he didn't, they didn't cut it, Ray Liotta walks into one of the you know, little areas where they, they move trays around. It's mm-hmm. like – it's the ice machine area. It's something yeah, that he yeah. bumps into it, yeah, uh-huh. but keeps walking. Yep. But that one shot is considered the greatest one shot in, in, in movie history, that they had everything work in concert the way they did. I'm just telling you, man, it's just one of those movies. And every, you got those movies. There are a number of other types of movies. But, you know, this one in particular, A, it's a true story. B, it's, it's the way Scorsese shot it. But that one particular scene, as we talk about and remember Ray Liotta on this day, and we've mentioned different things, but you need to go rewatch that movie for that shot because it, it's just, if you care about that kind of thing. If you don't, never mind, let's move on. <laughs> oh. Coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, we are going to uh, hear from Joe Patrick. Joe's going to get us ready for Atlanta United and Columbus today, talk about also some of the matchups for today and what's going on in the NFL and the Falcons. That's all coming up next. It's Sam and Greg on this 28th day of May. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 